Welcome back to the Small Business Big Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah from Marketing. This podcast is your local marketing inspiration for new business owners, owners that are feeling a bit flat and overwhelmed, or even customers who want to hear a bit more about their favorite businesses. Each month, I chat to a different local business owner in Perth who is nailing it when it comes to their marketing initiatives. For June, I thought it's probably time you met me, the Sarah from Sarah for Marketing. My amazing friend Kate, who also runs her own business, The Mama's Alchemist, will be turning the tables on me. So take a listen to my business journey as well as my top tips for small business marketing. Hello everyone. Um, Thank you for listening to this week's episode or this month's episode of Small Business Big Marketing. It's a little bit different this week. So I have here Kate, The Mama's Alchemist. Hello, Kate. Hello. Kate is not only an amazing small business owner, but she's also my neighbor. And um, like I said in my little stories, if you saw them, she always asks the best questions to me and always makes me really think about my business. So I thought she would be the perfect person to um, come on today and talk to me about my business. So I might hand it over to you, Kate. And um, yeah. Oh, thanks for having me. Hello. (laughs) Um, So I think, Sarah, the first thing... I want to know, and I think mm. everybody wants to know, is your business journey. Where did you come from to be where you are now? Yeah, okay, cool. I was thinking about this. Um, well, I can go back as far as, you know, starting, leaving school and, and thinking, well, you have to go to uni. That's what you do um, in my background and, and what was happening around me at the time. So I started uni and I did sort of four different degrees and um, never finished any of them. Yeah. <laughs> And realized like I'm not an academic. I, I couldn't apply myself that way. I was really someone that was quite hands-on. So I an opportunity came up at Flight Center and um, I worked in um, walked into that role and absolutely loved it. It was very draining um, emotionally, but also so rewarding because it was sales driven. So, you know, it was really addictive, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, that started me off sort of understanding sales, looking at a bit of marketing there. I moved up through the ranks um, into management. And then uh, I sort of, when I was in management, that's when I started to get into that marketing um, trend. You know, we had to look at how do we uh, advertise ourselves or bring ourselves into the community um, and let people know who we are and what we did. Um, So that's when I started with marketing. And I, me being me, I sort of... um, put myself out there to our head office and said, you know, what you really need is you need someone that looks after the stores and their marketing. And they eventually, a couple of months later, actually put out a role that was exactly that. <laughs> it wasn't for me, but it they put the role out. And because I put my name out there, I was sort of a shoe in almost yeah. um, because they knew what I wanted. They knew what I had achieved um, so, yeah, so I stepped into marketing through experience, which was amazing for me. And then to have that already connection with the stores as a manager, but then move into a role where I was really helping them. Um, I think, too, because you've, like, started from, like, the ground up. So you know what yeah. it's like when you're, like, a sa- you know, working yeah. in sales and with the people. And I guess you can, like, motivate them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I love knowing the purpose or the reason why people get stuck or um, are finding it difficult to move ahead with things. And that's what I love to sort of unlock and to do it through marketing was ex- like 
so much fun because marketing, I feel like marketing is quite a fun thing to do when you know what you're doing and you're actually in the depths of it and you're getting into the community and talking to people or you're, you know, talking to your customers about what you do and, and why it makes a difference to them. So yeah, I then come COVID and the travel industry was destroyed and we were made redundant, but that was also the time that I had my son. So it sort of worked out for me. It was a time where I could sort of step back, reflect, um, completely switch off and just enjoy my time with him. But entering back into the workforce was quite hard, not having, being in a, um, in a company where they already knew how hard I worked, they could understand that I'd want to come back part-time. So I moved into a full-time role and it was essentially meant to be the same sort of thing, looking after um, stores in uh, shopping centres and teaching them how to do their marketing um, and how to get involved with the, um, with the shopping centre. But it didn't really turn out that way and, and it, I sort of felt more of a worker bee for the national team. Yeah. Um, so I decided to move away from that and that's when Sarah from Marketing started. So I've now been going for like nearly 12 months, Wow. 12 months in August and yeah, it's been, it's been a wild ride. So that's what's brought me to Sarah for marketing. Yeah. Sounds like you got lots of like diverse experience too, that you can bring to like where you are now, like the travel industry, retail, yeah. as well, which is awesome. That's what I love about, um, the roles that I've had is that I do get to have different industries that I work in and, mm. and different things that I do. Cause I need for me, for my creativity, I need to have diverse things going yeah. on and yeah. That lights you up. Yeah. Um, so you've sort of explained that a little bit, but what does Sarah from Marketing do? So what I try to go out and achieve is to empower and um, educate small business owners in the marketing um, principles and yeah. what they can be doing in their businesses today um, and how they should set up their marketing for success and to grow. So um, my work is really on the groundwork and, and I really want to... Um, make people feel confident about the marketing hat that they need to wear in, in their small business Yeah. because unfortunately it is theirs and it is theirs to own. So yeah. yeah. I can say for that, my own experience too, like it's not something, you know, I went to uni, you come out with a degree and mm. a lot of what I do and what, you know, my industry is it's, you have to market yourself, but you're not taught that. Yeah. So like this might be jumping to it, but would you say to like people that know they got like they're in a, an industry where they will be running their own business, should they like contact you before they start like their business as part of a startup or should they sort of establish themselves and then like? I think both because a lot of the time you are doing marketing without even knowing it. Yeah. So when you're sort of starting up and you're sort of understanding what you need to do and you're sort of ironing out some kinks, Sometimes that's great because that means when you come to me, you've already got some of the challenges that you're facing and I can help you overcome those challenges. Cool. Um, but on the flip side, if you're starting and you're like, I know I'm going to need to do marketing and I have no idea where to start, then we can chat. Yeah, if it's like a block for some people. Yeah. I talk to so many small business owners and they're like, yeah. I've just got to start, but I don't know like how or where or Yeah, and it's so it's sometimes it's a bit debilitating because you're like, mm. I don't know what to do and I don't know where to go and so I'm just going to put that off because I'm going to do what I know first yeah, sure. <laughs> um so yeah so either 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 what's the um, most common misconception about what you do I definitely have to say people ask me all the time do you manage social media 
And I understand completely because it is the worst probably job out of all the marketing things to do if you are don't have a plan and you don't um, have sort of applications and things to help you. Mean you the worst thing for a small business owner? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Managing small yeah, business yeah, business yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so I totally understand when they're like, oh my gosh, here's someone that understands marketing. Maybe they can do my social media for me. Um, and the same thing with Google ads and Facebook ads. So I'm all about organic marketing, which means marketing that isn't necessarily paid. Um, and that's because your organic marketing is what you need first. And I often find that businesses will like anything, you know, you, you don't have the skills, so you want to pay someone to do Mm. it for you. But often a lot of the time they'll just chuck money at digital um, marketing and then expect a result, but they haven't quite understood their organic side of it first. So, um, that would definitely be the misconception. Do you run your social media? But my advice, like I'd always cut, I'd never say no. I'd always give you some options of what you need to do. But my advice is to find someone that is skilled in that area that can help you with planning. Um, so even I have a coach an Instagram coach, um, the social club community. I know a lot of people know that, that, um, uh, company and I use them to help me plan out my social media and my content um, and give me little tips and tricks because I definitely am a strong believer in um, you know finding the experts and using the experts yeah and could you give a couple of examples of organic marketing is that stuff like yep. word of mouth yep. yep so that would be and social media is organic okay. marketing as long as you're not paying you're not doing boosted so that posts. would be like oh cool I liked you know you posted that you're doing an interview with this person or you've done a podcast and then yeah. I like that and then I shared that. Is that like organic because I'm not, Yeah, you're not paying me to do that? I'm just Yes. A- yeah, organic just means not paid. Okay. So if that, like this podcast is organic marketing, yeah. you know, we're on here where, um, uh, you know, I'll talk to your audience and you'll talk to my audience. Yeah. Like you'll be exposed. We'll both be exposed to yeah. each other's audience. Um, and that, that was at no cost. I didn't ask you to come on and pay and, you yeah. know, vice versa. Um, it's like exposure almost. Yeah, yeah, it's exposure, it's branding, it's, you know, um, uh, showing your expertise and even networking is organic marketing, um, getting into a partnership that's a common partnership. So, you, again, doesn't exchange money. Um, that's that's sort of your organic or getting into your community. There is obviously some parts that will be paid, like if you are in a partnership um uh, or a, or actually a sponsorship is probably a better um, example. You know, you've paid money to a sporting club to have your logo. Yeah. Well, I would still count that as, oh, I would count that as traditional marketing. So, um, but you're using your organic reach, the people around you, your, your community. community. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's really good to know. Um, why are you passionate about working with small business? Why do you like it? Why do I like it? I think I've always been a lover of like the average human. Um, <laughs> and I feel like small businesses are obvi- uh, and the people in the community are the ones that are really the hardworking, um, trying to provide for their family. Um, they're not necessarily always, obviously everyone wants to make a profit, but I think they're doing it for a higher purpose, not just to, to make a buck. Um, so obviously working in the community is so much more rewarding and so much more, um, like, I feel like I'm actually doing something that helps the community. Cause sometimes in marketing, it can be a bit icky because you know, you're there to make money, you know, like you're there, if you're in a corporate world, you're you're there to, you have that reputation. It's like a sleazy, sleaze bag. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like um, greasy hair, you know, like greasy hair. Cast hours with time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and definitely that happens in the corporate world. Um, but I love marketing, but I didn't want to be that type of marketer and I didn't want to be like get the leads, you know, like real intense. Calm down, my dog is here, Maltby. He doesn't like the wind. It's okay, boy. Um yeah, I wanted to be the the type of person that um I gave my skills to others and they go, Oh my god, thank you. Like yeah. that has made such a difference. I have more time to spend with my family now because I'm not worrying about marketing. I have had way more um, quality leads come in rather than just um, inquiries off the internet that turn out to be nothing. You yeah, know, I'd rather have a few small businesses yeah. you support that light you up than like 50 people that you do like a, a small, you know, yeah. tiny thing for. Yeah. Or even it's not about the quality, uh, sorry, the quantity. It's about the corporate versus the community. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, so in the past it would be, you know, get all the bookings in and yeah. it, like the sales side of it didn't interest me. It's the, oh, I created an amazing holiday for this person and now they want to go. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's people. It's it's, it's people. It's know, like, oh, Sarah, help me to create that, you know, that yeah. amazing holiday. And, you know, if I was to book again, I'd send my family to her. It's that, yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and that's where I started. Like you said, I started on the ground. I yeah. started in the community talking to people and creating holidays for them. And it's flowed on into marketing now. It's yeah. like now I work with business owners who are flat stick, who want their time back, who want um, to feel like they're doing something in their business that's making a difference. Yeah. And so that's what drives me to work in the community is, is to have that. I live for those moments where people turn around and say, thank you so much for what you were able to do for me. So, so nice. <laughs> Yeah, so you kind of answered that you're passionate about the local community because like you are part yeah. of the local community. You've yeah. worked in the local community for so long. So um, where would you like to see the future of Sarah for Marketing within like the next say, like let's say five years and then maybe 10 years? Where's your Five years. Oh, okay. So your goal? My goal. Okay, so short term in the next five years, I'd really like to – I love learning as well from other businesses. So that's part of the reason why I created the podcast is because I wanted to hear from the small businesses – you know, what have they been doing that's really worked? Um, what are their pain points and things like that? So I just want to get out there and see a lot of small businesses. I want to learn from a lot of small businesses in particular in WA. And to do that, I find that, and to give back at the same time. So my workshops is something that's really important to me um, at the moment. And I see in the next five years, creating workshops where we collaborate with each other, we connect with other businesses um, because also that's organic marketing. If you come along yeah. to a workshop and you meet, you know, five yeah. other people who are also feeling the same thing, you can look at connections and um, partnerships. And anyway, I could go on all day about that. Um, but yeah, so I think in the next five years, it would definitely be, you know, creating um, workshops where people are empowered. And then maybe in 10 years, I hadn't really thought about this. You put me on the spot. Sorry. <laughs> well, that's what I said. You ask all the right questions all the time. You really make me think. Um, I would think... you like people working for you or you'd like Sarah for marketing just to be Sarah for marketing? Well, funny that's you say that. Goal. I know. Funny you say that because when I was finding my name, so quick backstory, the reason why I'm called Sarah for marketing is because when I 
worked in, went into Flight Centre as um, into marketing there. I changed my phone to, you know, you've called Sarah from uh, marketing, from Flight Centre marketing, I'd say. And my brother and my friends would always, when they saw me, they'd Make just the be like, out of you? yes. And they'd be like, hi, this is Sarah. Sarah, is this Sarah from marketing? And like, he would just like take the piss. And so when I started out my business, my friends meant a lot to me. And so I told them about it. I said, what, you know, I'm looked at buzzwords, you know, like empower marketing, inspire marketing, like all that shit. And I just couldn't, couldn't keep a straight face when I thought about it. And I was like, nah. And I told my friends and they're like, you have to be Sarah from marketing. And at first I thought, no, that's so shit. Like people are going to be like, what the hell? Like, who is this person? But as I sort of thought about it, I was like, well, it's who I am and what I do. And when people, when you talk to people, they're going to be like, oh yeah, it's Sarah from marketing. That's who I was talking to. So that's, that's the reason why. But my friends also said, and then you could drop the Sarah. So you could be from marketing. So it could be, you know, Carol from marketing or whatever. And it could, it could lead into something else. So look, that would be, that's a very long-term goal. Have you ever watched Working Mums? I've never watched it, but I've heard of it. So she creates her own marketing business oh, after, cool. after going back into the work for workforce and going like, this actually doesn't work for a mum. Josh, um, I think it's so common with mums after so kids. So common, yeah. Because you just you want that balance, don't you? Yeah, you want to be like creatively You need to like fulfilled. be stimulated yeah. and have that like purpose, but also like your mum. Yeah, and you want flexibility. Yeah. And I, I mean, the amazing thing about COVID is that corporate businesses are now moving to that. But I think in the past and generally it's not really been a thing unless you've worked for them for a long time and, you know, they feel obliged to help you. Like it's not just like, oh, yeah, sure, you can work, you know, five days a fortnight because you've got a child. Sure, that makes total sense. Um, but, yeah, so um, that would be really cool if I could, say, have a graphic designer that comes on board with me or I have a digital marketer that looks after, um, uh, you know, the ads and the paid stuff. So that would be very cool. And it's almost like that guy you interviewed a few months ago the the my computer uh, my online guy yeah, yeah like jimmy computer guy but how he started as like a one man yeah little guy and now yeah. he's got a little guy sorry jimmy if you're listening yeah, sorry. <laughs> like a full team of people which is awesome yeah. you know but obviously that takes time but it's good to have those like Yes. So I guess if you, yeah, if I envision that, I just envision me being, um, I can't even remember her name, but she's the main character yeah. of Working Mums. So if you want to know what my 10 year plan will be, go and have a look at Working Mums and um, that'll be me. <laughs> that'll be really oh, That's awesome. Um, what are your three top tips for marketing a small business? And like, we can make it kind of like, not vague, but but like any small business, yep. you know, yeah. not just like any particular, in, like any sort of industry. Yeah. I might have a look at my notes here because I did write down some things and it was more about being vague um, uh, in terms of it's not specific things. It was actually more about um, just, I don't know how to explain it, but I'll just start. So um, number one for me is that um, it's really important for businesses to own their marketing space. So it sucks that you have to put the hat on of a marketer. You can't just be, say, good at your job and good at business and that's it. But being good at business is about owning your marketing space. And you can delegate, you know, to um, copywriters or to um, uh, virtual assistants to do the admin side of marketing. But really the strategy and the messaging has to filter down from you. Do you think that is to do with, like, authenticity? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know, that's something, like, when... 
I don't know if I'm just talking a lot here, but when yeah. I like look for other small businesses or businesses, like I need to feel a connection. I need to mm. feel they're authentic and not just like, you know what I mean? Like any, like 10 other yeah. average Joe businesses. I need to feel like there's a sparkle. I, I connect with them. Do you feel yes. like that's why? Definitely. Just paying someone to go, cool, do this all for me. Cause it might not. They can't bring your voice no. to the brand. No. And it's, it, I mean, like your magic. they can, yeah. And they can, they can bring a level of it, but they can't. If you're still the front person, it has to be you. And yeah. I see it a lot. I see it where they, yeah, hire someone to do, like say they hire a, a social media manager and they get them to write all the copy. Then it doesn't sound like them. And it doesn't, they don't work for the business and know the values of the business. And you could give it to them, but I still think you need to still say like, um, for example, like when we write sustainability, we use these words so that it comes across that we are um, down to earth people. We're not a corporate business talking about sustainability or, you know, um, especially in social media, like you, you got to be the, the face front. Like I, I've seen so many businesses where they just do like stock images or like professional images all the time. But you have to get in front of them. You have to be real. Like yeah. you can't just be a, sta- a static image. Like get on your stories, yeah. get on your reels. That's something I really struggle with. But I think too that like, every person's different. But yeah. I like am a bit more like introverted. So I find mm. that like, I have things to say. But yeah. I, you know what I mean? I, like, you can I be creative getting on. You know what I mean? I admire yeah. that you get on there and like you will talk. And like people that do that, it's great. That's just like a block, I guess, or a barrier that I, yeah, you know what I mean? But also that's authentic to you, right? Yeah. If you were on there being like, blah, 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 and then they met you in person, you're like, hey guys, and you're really calm. They'd be like, what the hell? Like, you're not the same it's person. Like two different people. Yeah, exactly. That's really true. So you, like, that is your authenticity. Yeah. And that would be the same as if you hired someone to manage your social media and they were like, come to this workshop, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, wow, that's. That's not, That's not me. me. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, That's like true. it's, it's, it has to be you because you understand your brand and where and you like want you it to And like you said, head. also every industry is different. Like from what I do, like health and mm. there's like obviously different like regulations and stuff like that. Like, for example, in what I do, I can't say that I treat or I cure. Like I can't use those kind of words in my marketing. So if some, if I paid someone to do that for me like they're probably you know what I mean it's kind of wasting my time so yeah. I know within my framework and boundaries what I can do but I've got to also be responsible for coming up with that strategy like yes you said. yeah and yeah I think you just can't rely You're on an expert of your field pretty yeah, much. yeah yeah and also if you go out to someone else like you go to a web developer and they say okay well who's your audience like what's the message you're trying to convey like you have to do that like you Unless you hire me first <laughs> and we create it together and we create so the strategy together. you could help together. people. Like if someone came to you, like if mm. I was just starting up or even now if I wanted to come to you, just like refresh my yeah um, marketing strategy. Like that's something we'd sit down and go like, what is your strategy? You know yeah. what I mean? And you'd help me to like establish yeah. that. Cool. And what are your goals? That's a big one. Because yeah. like I will go to networking events and, the, and people, or I would, you know, like my favorite one is the little network group in Mandra. So I sit down and we just have coffee and we chat. And people have said to me, oh, I need to do more marketing. And I said, well, what's actually your objective? Why? Why do you want to do that? Like you seem like, and because this was a particular person and she said, oh, well, and she couldn't actually tell me. And like the perception is that you actually need marketing, but 
tell me your problem first, because it depends on what your problem is as to what avenue you go down in marketing. Like if your problem is that you need more leads, then you might need to get out in the community, you might need to um, uh, have your website re-looked at or to be drawing be people in. attracting the wrong kind of clients or yeah. the wrong kind of, not the wrong, but you know what I mean? You yeah. have an ideal client you want to work with, yeah. but you're not attracting those kind of people. You're attracting like... Yeah, or say you have like a multiple lot of products and maybe your cheapest one is selling, but you really want people to be booking your premium product. Yeah. Well, then let's actually look at that. Who are your audience? What are they looking for? Like, where are you advertising that might be steering people to mm. the cheaper product rather than the premium? Yeah, product. it's like the whole picture of thinking. Uh, yeah, because yeah. I think people don't think about start with your why. problem. Yeah, start with your problem, and then come to me for the strategy. Yeah, and then own it and understand what your problem is, and uh, delegate that down. It's almost like you said that lady too. Like she couldn't identify the problem. Mm. I think it's sometimes people feel like they've got to do something. Cause yeah, they have to like. Keep yeah, because up everyone, with the else everyone else is doing it. Is doing yeah, it. but hundred percent. Like, and you're happy with yeah, like yeah, and. And yeah, marketing always needs to be on, but you don't have to be like changing things, like upgrading your strategy if it's working and it's at your capacity. Yeah. And because like she was saying to me, I'm flat stick. I'm like, well, don't worry about yeah. like marketing. You if you want to bring more people in if you can't, if you don't exactly. have capacity to like. Yeah, because then your customer experience is going to go down the mm-hmm. drain and then you're going to lose your customers that That's you've really worked true. so hard to gain. So it's all about balance. It is a, a lot of tailoring. There is no one fix. There is no one magical plan that you can make or strategy that you can just implement and will work. You have to, that's why it's on you to own it because it really comes down to what you were trying to achieve. What are your capabilities and how do we move? I work on the how, how do we get to what you were, mm. were after? But um, that was a lot of, that sort of works into the next one, which was um, to be brave, like, um, that's my second tip is to be brave, put yourself out there, give it a go because if you get a no, you'll grow from that because yeah. you'll understand why you got a no you'll, or you can even ask, you know, why did why are you not willing to go ahead with X, Y, Z? Um, if you get a yes, you feel like super confident and super happy and like into your product and you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm on the right path. But if you don't try it all, you are in no man's land. You yeah. are, you're not going to grow and you're not going to feel confident and you're going to probably feel like. I also say to people, it's almost like if you have all this knowledge and passion and like something you're not sharing with people, you're almost doing everyone in your community a disservice because yeah. they don't know who you are. Yeah, exactly. Then, how, you know, how do you expect them to find you and know what you can offer if you're not putting yourself out, out there? there yes. Yeah. yeah. And I know it's. Like fun. I am a bit of an extrovert, um, so it comes across. Um, it is an easier thing for me to do. I definitely, I know myself very well as well, and I know that I just go. I'm not even going to think about it. I'm just going to go head in and figure it out. Um, not with everything. I definitely come down back to strategy and process. But in terms of things where I know I get, I go. This is a really great idea, and this is a really great strategy. But then I go, oh, but it means I'm going to have to like get out there and talk to people. Oh, it means that I have to start a podcast. I've never done a podcast before. 
but I just put that voice and go, meh. <laughs> I think a lot of people can admire that. You know what I mean? You've, a lot of people are probably being in the same situation as you and starting out from scratch, but you just, like that's your, like you said, your personality, mm. you dive right in and you just give it a go to see yeah. what works. Yeah. But that's also trial and error, isn't it? It is, yeah. And it's been, and it's the most rewarding thing. Like I think I'm addicted to when it goes right because – you get uncomfortable, you put yourself out there and you go, holy shit, I don't know what's going to happen. And then when it comes through, you're like, yes, like I'm so happy with myself and I'm so proud of myself. And that's what I'm addicted to. Um, So yeah. The high. The high. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some people have food, some people have, you know, alcohol. I have um, getting uncomfortable. Yeah. (laughs) What's your third tip? Oh, and my third tip was um, to create your foundations. Um, And I sort of talked about that before, but you can't, well, you can, you can definitely go out there and, and, you know, have your business and, you know, do what you think is right and stuff like that. But, um, creating foundations is means that a, you'll have less time worrying because you got a plan. Um, I'm a visual person and I'm sure a lot of people are like when you write it down and you have a calendar and you go, okay, this is my products and this is not my opportunities um, and then I filter it down to, well, how do I get to those opportunities? It's so much easier and it's easier when you're bringing it down other to people. A smaller goal rather than like, this is the big overwhelming thing you have to do. Yeah. Make it more like achievable. Yeah. That's and instead tip. of starting at the end, you know, starting at the end where you're like, I want to start a workshop and I want it to be really successful. Well, you have to go back to your foundations and go, well, this is my audience now does this align with my audience? When do I um, do my workshop? Well, let's have a look at my product seasonality. Like where do I talk about my workshop? Well, let's look at the advertising channels that work for my audience. So if you know those things first, it makes creating the workshop or creating the product or advertising the product so much easier and quicker Mm -hmm. and not such a big task if you've done that foundational work. Yeah, I'm sure that's great. Um, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you if they think, yeah, I need Sarah on my team? Oh, that's, that's quite nice. I should use that somewhere. Um, <laughs> be on my team, Sarah. <laughs> um, practically anywhere. Um, Instagram, email, uh, Facebook. You can even call me. My number's on my website. Um, so I'm pretty open. Um, the, yeah, you can call me whenever, get in touch with me. DM's great. Reply back to my stories, chat me practically anyway yeah you like a good chat don't you yeah <laughs> um you ask this question every time in your podcast so i'm mm. gonna ask you who is your favorite local small business and why so i thought about this one as well and um it definitely has to be vindy designs um and vindy paper studio so she owns both tish yeah so she, um she does graphic design but she also does um uh like for corporate and then she has her um apparel and and does designs for that and you know her as well yeah she's um, done some work for me yeah well you actually referred her to okay, me so that's how i became part of um the little network as well through her and then so there's just this like community but um in not just because we know her i think the thing that i love about her is that she's a real beautiful gentle soul and her work is really elegant and thoughtful so i like i did my branding strategy through her and um she went and looked at the competition she made sure the colors that i have aren't going to be the same as others she changed the font so that slight that's slightly different so no one can repl- replicate it um, it's just those little touches that you go, oh, 
this is my voice and this is my brand. And she really started me off strong when I started my business. Mm-hmm. Um, and I continue to work with her today. So she'll, she'll work with me on the um, workshop booklet as well. But yeah, definitely teach graphic designer in uh, Mandra, Vindy Designs, Vindy Pape Studios. Go look her up. Yeah, she's great. I love her. Yeah. Well, thanks for talking to me. Thanks for interviewing That's me. Okay. How was your first podcast interviewing? Yeah. It wasn't that hard. It's just like, it is just chatting it It is yeah except we've got a video on one end and we've got a voice record on the other but yeah no thank you so much for um videoing me no worries maybe one day i will um have you on yeah repay the favor yeah that's all right see how we go Thank you so much for joining me on this month's episode. If you are a business owner in need of a little guidance or want to know how this example could relate to marketing in your business, head to my website, sarahfrommarketing.com, where you can find more information on small business marketing. If you are looking for a more tailored response to your business problem, click inquire now on my website or head to my Facebook or Instagram to message me. Until next time, support local business, be kind to yourself and get out into your community.